Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hey guys, welcome back to our channel. Welcome back to Gossip and Gratitude. Yeah, this week... We are spreading the knowledge. We are, you know, spilling some tea on just life things that we wish we knew when they happened because maybe it would have saved us some money and tears. (laughs) We're thinking back, like, to when we were, like, maybe 17, 18 years old, and I feel like being in your mid-20s seemed very daunting. But it also seemed, I feel like when I was a teenager, I looked at people who were in their 20s, and I was like, oh, wow, like, they're adults. Like, they know what they're doing. But then we are now at that age and it's like you'd feel the same as you did when you were 16 and you're like, wait, (laughs) I'm still a child. Like, how am I doing all this? So I think it's interesting to kind of look back and kind of realize some things that maybe you wish that you had realized. (laughs) Oh, no, I agree. And like a girlfriend and I were kind of talking about this the other day and she was just kind of angry. She was like, no one like it was about car stuff and insurance stuff she's like no one tells me like no one told me how to deal with this stuff like I'm so mad because it cost me like $300 or something and I was like to be honest I think these things you just learn the hard way I don't think that there is a way about it well it also makes me sad because it's like so many people don't have any guidance from like anyone in their life like I think we're lucky in the sense that we have parents who like help us out as much as we can like when you yeah. have an issue you're like dad help me like yeah, you know what I mean literally. like at least we've kind of had that and yeah. but then I look at other people that I know in my life who maybe don't have like a very good relationship with their family mm-hmm. and they don't yeah. have anybody that's there to kind of like explain these things or like to guide them and you it's like to learn it's it so hard, hard yeah because I'm like oh my god like where are these people gonna go in life that don't have any of these Well, if you even think about our parents, like, I feel like our parents moved out when they were, like, 17, 18, and they must have had to figure it all out, so. It's true. It's crazy. They're like, it was easy. I'm like, bullshit. Yeah. It was easy. God. But before we get into the deep dive, Lex, tell me what you're grateful for. Um, Okay, so I've had, like, an ongoing headache for, like, three days. It's been really bad. They're not grateful for the headache. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I think I need, like, a neck massage or something, but... Or just a new head. Yeah, I just need to cut it (laughs) off. But I am thankful for friggin' peppermint oil, man. Mm. The From Sage Wellness, the peppermint halo. It's, like, a little roll-on guy. It's, like, a godsend for just relieving the tension. It just, like, feels, like, so nice. So if you've never tried it, you gotta try it. But I've been using it for years, and I've go through so much of it because it's just like one of the only things that like helps okay for all the skeptics out there you vouch that it works does it get rid of your headache yeah it's seriously the best thing ever and like I um have an uncle who deals Mm -hmm. with like chronic illness and like chronic pain and he loves the peppermint halo for like just getting rid of muscle pains and things like Mm -hmm. even for like other pains you may have that aren't necessarily on your head you can use it. it and it helps to relieve your muscles so Okay, yeah, literally, I just love the tingle. It feels but so good. Careful when you're putting it, because it might get in your eyes. And yeah, that get doesn't it in feel your eyes. good. I have got it in my eyes and then, oh. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm blind. 
Okay, my gratitude moment. This is like everything. So I was driving the other day and I pull up to a red light and I just look to my left and there's a cute, cute boy with the window down. A brown golden retriever. Looking at me like he's in the car, like just like having a good day. We made eye contact and I literally like so grateful when you're out and about and you make eye contact with such a cute dog. Like... (laughs) I was, like, smiling at him. He's, like, looking at me. I'm, like, oh, this is just so genuine and pure, you know? <laughs> Even oh when you're God. out for a walk and, and, and probably when people see Lilo or when you see a cute dog and you just, like, make eye contact with them and it's just such a – that's, like, I think the – I don't know. Our souls are aligning. It's just such a, like, pure moment in, the, in life. <laughs> True. <laughs> I live for that. That's so good. I'm grateful for those moments. Also, being the dog owner, when you, like, see somebody, like, looking at your dog or, like, say, like, oh, my God, about your dog, and you just feel so good, you're like, fuck, yeah, that's my dog. Yeah, she's a star. Yeah. <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> no, I love that. That's, like, oh, amazing. Makes me feel all warm and cozy. Yeah. Okay, so we kind of came up with a list of just things that we wish we would have known slash nobody tells you in adulting slash things I still don't fucking understand and maybe you have guidance Lex because you're slightly adulting more than I am I'd say am I really though (laughs) yes yes you are oh oh, oh. but okay well why don't you start us off okay let's see all right this one still gets me and I don't know if this just comes with time but I don't understand how to navigate the grocery store sometimes. So <laughs> my biggest issue is I just, maybe this is because I'm neurotic about spending money, but comparing prices, like I can't tell if I'm getting a good deal or if it's way too expensive. Like say, for example, on peanuts, I have no fucking clue what's a comparable price for a bag of peanuts. And I'm like, is this outrageous? Yeah. I can't tell. And then also, like, ordering bulk or slash, like, when you see, like, it's, like, 98 cents a pound. I'm, like, I don't, I can't compute. I don't understand how much this is going to be when I get to checkout. Yeah, that's fair. I think, I think, honestly, that just comes with, like, time and, like, practice. Because, like, obviously, your parents, I'm assuming, do most of the grocery shopping at your house. So, like, even I was the same way. Like, I just would, like, when I lived at home and I would go to the grocery store like I would just grab like whatever like I wouldn't even look at the price like I would just like grab what I'm supposed to get but like now that Sean and I go shopping I've kind of like learned just from buying things over and over like if I see something I'll be like oh like that's a good price for chicken or like that's a really good price for that because Mm -hmm. I just remember the usual price that it is yeah so then I know when there's a good deal because I'm like oh that's like it's on sale or something so I just know so I think it just comes from like once you start shopping more you kind of just like remember roughly what it is also just like word of mouth too like everyone always says like the best deal for chicken is costco like it's like unmatched from anywhere so i'm like okay so we just always get our chicken at costco because i know that it's like going to be the best deal okay yes like is there an app out there because i'm like there must be i can compare prices there honestly i'm gonna look also just like shopping at like the inexpensive places like everyone says superstore is like the cheapest place to shop so we just typically go to superstore Okay. Because then you kind of know, like, you're probably getting a pretty good deal on things. And, yeah. like, even if you go to Superstore regularly and then if you go to another grocery store, like, you can tell, like, you'll be like, oh, wow, like, this was only, like, so, so it's just such a price at Superstore, mm. but it's, like, this price at Save-On. So then you can yeah. kind of start comparing, but. Yeah. Okay, this is reassuring that um, you do the, learn these things. But yeah. it is totally one of those things. Like, I'm in it that is, boat right yeah. now. I don't understand. So, 
Yeah. Lex, your turn. <laughs> okay. One thing that I never really realized about... This is probably also me just being spoiled and having a mother who just, like, did everything Helped for you. us. But I never realized that, like, as an adult, basically your whole life is just a series of cleaning the kitchen over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Literally yeah. every day you just dirty more dishes and then you have to wash those dishes and then you load the dishwasher and then you unload the dishwasher and then you put more dishes in the dishwasher and it's like an ongoing vicious cycle and the kitchen mm-hmm. never feels clean because as soon as you get it clean, it's like an hour or two later and then there's more dishes. Yeah, no, my mom always talks about how like washing the dishes and cleaning the kitchen is her least favorite activity because it never ends and I just feel like that's a men- such a mental like yeah. fuck up. And I've been trying like, to be better. Whoa. Like, there's periods of time when I would let the dishes pile up in the sink, and like I hate that. Like I hate mm-hmm. having dirty dishes. So I've yeah. been trying to just like wash the dishes like every night so that like I get rid of those dirty ones. But then it's just every day. Like it's so. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I it's genuinely awful. think like it gives me slight anxiety to think of all the things that are going to consume my time when I'm a homeowner. Because like right now, like I I at least like to think that Kira and I try to help divide out the like I've been cooking more slash or if if I didn't cook I'll do the dishes but god that's a lot to do every day like I know and like vacuuming (sighs) actually another thing I never realized that you have to do Mm -hmm. so freaking often is clean the damn toilets oh yeah like I don't know why I didn't realize this is like a thing that you need to do like at least once a week and yeah I guess I just never noticed because my mom just did it yeah, but like, that's a thing. I'll literally be like, ew, the toilet needs to be cleaned. Like, I just have noticing it more. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if it's like what you're abnormal. Out, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's only it's weird because it's only like our one toilet. It always looks dirty in the inside, but the, mm, and the other okay. ones are fine. So I feel like there's something with that toilet yeah, that it like that stains be... or something because it's like <laughs> always gross. I wonder if that's a thing. Like, maybe we need to learn more about toilets. And that's a thing of, of adulting. Maybe adults know. Like, I don't fucking know. I know, I'm so confused, uh, but it's, like, so fucking gross. I'm like, ew. Yes. No, your life is just a continuous cycle of tidying. And that that also kind of gives me a bit of anxiety because it's like how how do I ever complete it <laughs> literally like it just it gets completed and then five seconds later it's dirty again and like even it's having Lilo like I'll just freshly vacuum everything and I'm like oh yes nice and clean and then she'll bring in like a stick from outside and like shred a stick all over the living room and I'm like I just vacuumed and it was just perfectly so and now yep. there's shreds of bark everywhere and I'm like, yeah. that's just one small dog. Like, imagine if I have children, <laughs> and then I have I Sean, imagine. and this, these children, and this dog, all just messing up the house, and I'm one person trying to clean up after everyone else. And then you're going to go to your mom and be like, Mom, I don't fucking know how you did it. Literally, <laughs> I already be like, feel that yeah. way. Like, I'll already bitch and complain about, like, some of the stuff that Sean does, like, leaving things yeah. around. And she's like, well, welcome to my world. Like, I've dealt yeah. with this for the past 25 years. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like why can't I go back to that and be naive again I know (laughs) that's a good one Lex okay this is something that I think you can provide me with some guidance on as well but I see Kira doing this and we ask our parents sometimes but um how to mail something like oh going like because I personally have never done it like I feel like anytime in the past mailing something my parents just do it or like because now Kira's in her scrunchie biz she mails scrunchies and she'll go like, we both didn't know that they were called postage stamps. 
Yeah. And then having to go to shoppers to buy them. And then you have to put a certain amount of postage stamps To make it add up package. to the image. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, there's just so many things. Like, going to the post office is so daunting. And then there's rules that they have. They're like, oh, like, this weighs this much or this and that. And I'm just yeah. like, I just have no freaking clue. Like, that's still mind-boggling to me. Well, I think for me... Biggest piece of advice if you're ever mailing anything is try and fit it in the smallest thing you can possible because it'll be <laughs> the cheapest. Cheaper. Like if it's fair. something that can be squished in an envelope, then like try and squish it in an envelope slash a small box. Yeah. But like one thing is if you're like not sure, just go to the post office and like say, I want to mail this and then they'll just uh-huh. like do everything for you. But if you yeah. start feeling a little bit more confident, what mm-hmm. I do for my clothing business is... I use, uh, I think it's called Snapship, and it's on CanadaPost.com, and you go in, and you measure your package, and you weigh it, and then you put Mm -hmm. in all the measurements and the weight, and then it gives you, like, options, and then you, like, select it, and you just pay directly online, like, with, like, a credit card or PayPal or something, and then you Mm. print off the shipping label, and then you just have to toss it in a mailbox. Oh, okay. There are some easier ways to do it. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like it's something that, like, you'll have to do eventually in life, but it's just, my parents always have dealt with that for me, so I feel like it's very daunting, but, yeah, that's one of mine. Okay, well, another one that I have is just pet owner responsibilities. I mean, I knew that there was responsibilities of being a pet owner, I understand, Mm -hmm. but, like, there's just a lot to think about when you have a dog slash maybe a cat. I don't know. I've never had a cat, but mm-hmm. it's just a lot of things you have to keep in mind. Like people are like, oh, are you going to take it to puppy school? Or are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's a thing. And like, even when, okay, for example, this is like also if say Harley or Reggie, like some, one of the pets are sick and then I'll be like, mom, what do we do? But then now you're mom and now you have to decide what we exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> well, even like when we first got Lilo, like, she was having some tummy troubles. I won't go into detail, but it was, like, (laughs) I was so scared. I was, like, oh, my God, like, does she have parvo or something? Like, I didn't know. So I had to, like, schedule an extra vet appointment and, like, go in and then give them samples and then, like, wait for them to call. And then I had to go back and get medicine. And, like, it was just a huge process. And I'm, like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God. And then this week she's getting spayed. So I'm, like, freaking the fuck out because I'm, like, I feel like I'm just going to be, like, so paranoid that, like, she's going to, like, rip her stitches out or something. Like, I'm just going to be, like, hovering, like, making sure that she's, like, not doing anything and, like, probably going to cry on Thursday when I have to drop her off because, like, I feel so bad for her. And, like, I think I might make my mom come with me to pick her up so that, like, I can hold her in the car, like, while we're driving because, like, Mm -hmm. she's just kind of crazy in the car. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, like, so nervous for the whole experience and I feel like it's just so scary when it's all on you, you know? Oh, 100%. I think that is the most daunting part is when, yeah, it's easy for me to be like, dad, I don't know if that's, if this is normal, but, and then they have to take him to the bed. But then when it's me and I have to decide if this is normal or not, that's a lot more pressure and responsibility. So I think that, I think that's a relatable one because I do definitely see a lot of people adopting and getting cute pets um, over this pandemic. So no, I think a lot of people can relate. Um, okay, this one. My dad actually brought this up in the car, and I was like, yeah, this is so true, and I, I need to work on this skill, but negotiating. Mm. This is such an adult skill yeah. that I feel like is going to take a while. Like, nego- being able to call up your TV and cable and Wi-Fi provider and negotiate a better deal or negotiating when you're buying a house 
or um, say you got a new job and you want to negotiate your contract and all that stuff. I think, I think that's a skill that you don't need, like you don't really get as a kid Mm because your parents are there to do that and you're really not doing any of that kind of stuff yeah and so I kind of was just trying to think of like what the biggest tips would be for negotiating like how do you even work on that skill but I kind of just thought how like you have to really think about what you want in the situation like Mm -hmm. what you're asking for like my biggest thought was like if you're negotiating your contract or your salary like what are your essential things that are non- like that you need out of that contract and I mean I think just having a bit of balls I think you got to have a bit of balls and and be confident yeah and I think another thing about that too is some people I think it comes so much easier to them Mm. and so much more natural because there are people out there who are just more outspoken yes and that kind of even if they haven't had a lot of experience is just something that doesn't like seem as daunting but if you're somebody yeah. who's maybe a little bit more introverted or you're more of like a people pleaser like you don't like confrontation it can definitely be hard to speak up in those situations yes um I would say like I mean I'm not a pro with this by any means but mm-hmm. my advice would be to start small with negotiation so like things that don't really have a lot of stakes to them like just start speaking up like let's say for example you're with your friends and you're trying to like decide what to do or like where to go for food or something and like they are like oh let's go to this place and if you like really don't want to go there then just like speak up and like say hey like I'd rather do this and just kind of like little things like that to like get you used to the idea of like speaking up for yourself I think are a great place to start and like this is like really dumb but like you know when you go to like Mexico or something and you have to like barter the prices for things like even little instances like that like are always really helpful like I remember (laughs) when Sean and I were in Thailand like Sean was not that good at like negotiating negotiating like he would just kind of like uh and like I would just like I don't know where it came from but I would just like speak up and be like like we were we got off the boat at one of these islands and this guy comes up to us and is like asking if we need like a ride to our hotel and we're like yeah and he gives us like a price and I was like uh no like hell no we're not paying that (laughs) and then we like he was like oh but like that's the only we're the only people like that's the price that's how how much it is and he was trying to like get us to come in whatever and Sean was just kind of like didn't even know what was going on and then I just like started walking away from this guy and then this lady from like across the thing she was like on her little like tuk-tuk bike thing and she's like oh you guys need a ride and I was like yeah and she and then uh I was like, how much? And she said, like, less than half of the price yeah. that this other guy said. And I was like, yep, we're going with this lady. And, like, marched yeah. over to her. And Sean was just like, okay. Like, <laughs> no, like, I think. You just got to take I, charge of the situation. Yes. I think that's the biggest thing is, like, having confidence and maybe doing a bit of homework so you know what yes. the value is. And I so agree. you get less pushed around. And I also agree. Like, I think it all comes down to, like, certainty and confidence. Like, if you're negotiating your salary you're like no I'm certain that like the work I can do is valuable and yeah exactly you're more confident in I totally agree asking. with that aspect of like doing your research and being prepared because yes. I think it would be so much harder going into a situation and you're just kind of like on the fly but let's mm-hmm. say you go into that meeting with your boss and you have written down like this is my minimum that I'm willing to accept for my raise or whatever the yes. case may be and then even as you're negotiating you always have that price in the back of your mind like okay as long as I get over this goal, like, I'll mm-hmm. be okay. Totally. I agree. I think everything in life comes down to, like, having some preparedness. Yeah. So I think that's, I think, I think that's a big skill. And I'm, like, also intrigued. I'm going to be more 
conscious, I think, over the next year when I actually have to, like, <laughs> try these skills out. Yeah, for sure. So, no, I, I also think, think this is, like, a whole other topic, but, like, I think it's a lot harder also just, like, being a female in these situations because I feel yeah. like a lot of times people just think that, like, women aren't as educated on certain topics, like maybe like finance or for an example, we all know when you go get your freaking oil changed at the garage and the guys are like, oh, your filter is dirty. You need to replace it. And like, oh, you should get new windshield wipers and you need this and this and this. And you're just like, uh, like I always just bring my dad with me because I just know that like, I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do. And he's always like, nope, just the oil change. Like he's good at just being like, nope, nope, nope. Like saying no to everything. But I'm like, if I was by myself, like I, I don't know if I'd be able to like hold back being pressured to to get all these extra things that has happened to me too yeah when my dad's not there and he's like why did you pay for that and I'm like I don't know I I thought that that was right like it's like they say if you're ever buying a car or something like always bring like a dude with you like your dad or your boyfriend or something because like they always try and like pressure the girls to like pay more because they think they don't know so so sad that's so sad what the heck Kate we're gonna educate all of ourselves ladies so we can all go get oil changes and know what we need and don't need exactly (laughs) oh my gosh that's a good point though Lex yeah okay this is another one it's kind of loaded but just retirement yeah nobody explains like what you need in order to retire And I Mm -hmm. think it's so hard because, like, more and more jobs nowadays don't have, like, pension plans and things set out in place for you because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are either owning their own business or they're working for smaller business owners and, like, they just don't have all the things in place. Like, somebody like my dad, for example, he works for the government. So, like, you know, there's more things set out in place for him, whereas somebody like my mom who works for, like, an independent business, like, they don't have those same benefits So I just think that, like, no one explains the differences to you. Nobody explains, like, what is an RSP. No one explains, like, okay, if you want to be able to live comfortably and have this much per month as a a retired person, you need Mm -hmm. to save this amount of money. Do you know what I mean? Like, they don't, like, I just, I, I used to have no concept of, like, well, how do you know how much you have to save? Yeah, that's a good point, though, Lex, because I still, like, I, I understand the importance, but I, I personally have never put a number on how much I would need to save. Um, and I don't even know what my expectations for retirement would be. Yeah. Like, I don't really even, I've not thought about that that much. I think as of right now in my 20s, I've just put mostly because I'm interested in stocks. So I use my RRSP and my TFSA as like vehicles to invest yeah but I've not really but I I kind of want to do a deeper look into this because I think it's it's such a huge thing and I agree I think a lot of our generation some of our parents because I know my dad's he works for like a large corporation so they have pensions Mm -hmm. but if you are yeah if you work for a small business that's usually like that's kind of not a popular thing that businesses offer anymore so and well it's just so hard to know too because like like sean told me that he met with like a financial advisor about retirement which i'm like whoa way ahead of (laughs) me yeah but basically like he met with somebody and they said okay so what would be a good monthly salary for you to live Mm -hmm. comfortably so he's like as an example you could say i want to have three thousand dollars a month as a retired person, which gives me enough to pay for my living expenses with a bit of extra to do fun things, whatever. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay. So then they're like, all right, so you need to put this much in the bank every single month and from Mm -hmm. here to here, and you'll be able to retire by 
55 or whatever the case may be like they plan it out for you that way which you think is so smart but like I that's something I would like to do eventually but like I was even just like talking to my dad about it and he's like it's so smart to be thinking about that in your 20s because he's like I had like my parents had no idea about that when they were in their 20s and my dad's like I was 30 years old and had zero dollars saved like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because that just wasn't something they were taught and I think there's so many people in the same situation and I mean if I wasn't with Sean I would be in that situation I wouldn't even know what a fucking TFSA was like I yeah it's just not something on my radar and I probably wouldn't maybe you would have taught me anyways but (laughs) Sean has taught me so much and I probably would not even be thinking about this stuff at all if it wasn't for him and or if you're somebody like you, you have an interest in it already. So it's obviously mm-hmm. something that you're going to be learning about. But a lot of people don't. So they're just yeah. not going to bother. And it's kind of scary. It is scary because one of the best things you can do, like one of the best things in the world is compound interest. And you can only obtain the benefit from that by starting early because mm-hmm. you get a longer duration of that interest to compound. And that's really how you're going to go from being like having thousands of dollars in retirement to maybe being a millionaire right so I think that is a very common thing and that's the incentive for having an RRSP when you are young and putting money into that um I think it would be an interesting topic to dive deeper into I want to talk you know do a bit more on finance but I know there are websites out there where you can kind of put in how you would like to live in retirement and it can calculate that for you so I'll take a peek but I think it's I even I just think it's it's so funny because yeah you always just think like I don't want to think about that point in my life like that's so far away or or it's kind of scary to think about that because you're like that's like the end of my life like that's a scary thought yeah well it's also like hard when we're this age because like my dad brought up this point to me like he's like it sucks right now, yeah, because you're that money that you're putting towards your savings, like it seems mm-hmm. like, oh, like this is so far away, like it shouldn't matter now. I'd rather spend my money on going on trips and going yeah. and buying myself fun things. Like it just, but like it sucks to be responsible because you have oh, to always. put that money in this account <laughs> and it seems like you're just like wasting it in a sense, even though you're not yeah. because you're saving it for your future. But like that just seems like another lifetime away that it's like hard to comprehend the benefits now. Totally. Yeah, I kind of go, I do do a bit of, um, I have this mental back and forth because I'm like, I try to think, okay, like, what if I, what if I'm not around for that? Like, what right? if I'm only here? I have and that thought I... too, because I'm like, what if I save mm-hmm. like thousands and thousands of dollars and then I die and then it's like, oh, I could have had fun, <laughs> but I put my money in savings. That's thing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So I kind of just decided that there's certain areas in my life that I'd like to live a bit smaller in. Like, I don't need a big house Mm -hmm. but I do need to travel so I think like I won't spend I'll put that excess money that I could have maybe spent on a larger house that'll go in my RSP but I will not um like compromise yeah I will not compromise on living I think so and that's different for everybody some people might like have a dream home that they're like no I would love I just need to put my money in that I don't really give a shit about like traveling that's fine yeah so I think I think it's about learning who you are too and what you value i agree i said that is a weighted one lexus yeah (laughs) i like it okay this is something that i literally still don't understand but i don't understand how to barbecue how to use a barbecue how the fuck do you turn on a barbecue (laughs) how do you cook food on a barbecue i don't get it do you understand yeah well i just learned like this summer because we have a barbecue but yeah, like beforehand, see? I didn't really understand. But it's daunting. I don't even know how to light it. I, think, nope. I guess it depends if you have a 
I think it potentially is different if you have a propane versus a gas barbecue. Fair enough. Fair but enough. Well, I, I don't guess know. this is an adventure yeah. I'm going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, okay, well, another thing, I mean, this is like a given and like, this is something that I knew but I don't think you fully comprehend it until you're in the situation. But, like, when you have a house, like, there's always shit that needs to be done. Yes. And it's, like, you just, I don't know. I guess when you have parents that just do these things, you don't even, like, really realize it. But it's just, like, small things. Like, when it snows, like, you have to mm. freaking go shovel the like, driveway in the sidewalk or else, like, you could get reported to the county <laughs> for not having your sidewalk shoveled. <laughs> not that that's do the that. experience I've had or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, in the springtime, like we had to do a spring cleanup of our yard and like power rake it yeah. and like clean up all the leaves and prepare everything for the summer and like just, yeah. you know, you have to spray the weeds and you have to there's just so much. <laughs> Everybody always like says it. Everybody's like cuz I guess that's part of the incentive of renting too is like a lot of that is taken care of. Yeah. But everybody always says how much work it is, and it's just constantly ongoing. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess once you experience it firsthand, it's, yeah. it's different. So yeah, that's exactly. interesting. It makes me, like, not blame, like, people who want to live, like, the condo life. You oh, know? yeah, 100%. Like, I oh, totally yeah. get, like, when people retire, or, like, if they don't have kids, and they're just like, nope, I don't want a yeah. house anymore. I'm not dealing with it. Because, like, I totally understand, like, being over the whole upkeep of everything. Totally. It saves you so much time and, uh-huh. and headache, but... Then you also young. have people who just hire all that shit out, but I'm like... Yeah, goals. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Um, okay, this is something I've... It's been kind of something I've learned... I'd say I learned this pretty young, but I think it's a skill that a lot of people don't really think about. But you you have to advocate for your health. So you can't just go to the doctor and just take what they... S- Okay, this might come off bad. Okay, when you go to the doctor and what they tell you, mm-hmm. like, you need to question and think about it, and you can't just take word for, like, trust everything that is said to you. Because yeah. I just truly think, like, even my best, one of my best friends, she has a condition where she has been in the hospital from a young age, mm-hmm. and she's always said how, like, it's essential to have somebody there with you, whether it's, like, mom, significant other, somebody, because, like, you need somebody to advocate for your health and be like, is yeah. this the best thing? Should I be doing this? Like, yeah. I know they do take care, like, they have your best interests in mind, but sometimes, like, so, like people make mistakes, too. Like, Yeah. Well, I also think I a lot of times in medicine, like, there are certain different approaches and different yeah. ways to, like, treat things, and I think when someone has, like, an opinion on something or they're, like, oh, this is the best way, it can be mm. hard for them to, like, be swayed about or be open to other ideas. Yeah. So I totally I get that, yeah. And, like, I... Or Kira has had experience where she's gone to, like, two different doctors and they both said two completely opposite things on on the same issue, which yeah. both could be right. It's just, like, you have to think of what's best for you. Like, if yeah. you... Or going to a doctor and they're like, you should be taking this medication for this and maybe you don't believe in that. Mm -hmm. Don't let them push you into it if that's not what you are okay with. Yeah, totally. Or vice versa. Like, if you really think something's wrong and they're like, nothing's wrong. Yeah. I always ask, yeah. You hear about all these people who have, like, chronic illnesses and that and they go to all these doctors and they're misdiagnosed and people don't listen to them. And it's, Mm -hmm. like, it's so hard because people, I think, have that perception that medical professionals are 
all knowing and then what they say is true but like they're human beings just like you and I and they have their own opinions and things like that so I think that's so um such a good thing to keep in mind and it's funny too because I think like it's also like with culture it's already starting to that's starting to come out more I think like Mm -hmm. people not that people have less trust in like doctors but I just mm-hmm. think people are realizing that there's more options out there. Yeah. So, like, yeah. naturopaths are becoming, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit more used. Like, that's a goal for myself this year is I'd like to go see a naturopath and just kind of... I still will go see my regular doctor, but kind of be yeah. able to mesh the two and pick and choose, like, where I want to go more of, like, a medical route and where I want to go more yeah. of a natural route and, like, how I can make those choices for myself. I agree. I also think it like depends on the type of person you are because I'm extreme hypochondriac. So when I go to the doctor, I love, I do really like my doctor and, and I'll be like, hi, so it's been a year. I need a blood test and I need to check this, that, this, and that. And she's like, girl, you're 25. You probably are, don't need to check that if you've not had any symptoms. But then I'm like, for my sanity, I just mm-hmm. need to make sure I'm okay. Give me the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it's kind of like you need to do what's gonna help you sleep at night and slash you feel good and feel like okay I have control of this exactly and that's like okay I had to switch doctors this past year because my doctor moved away which really sucked because one of the things that I loved about my old doctor Mm -hmm. was that he gave me options love like he'd always be like okay so like this is what I think is going on we could do this or we could do this and these are the pros and cons to like these options like I love that so I think trying to find a doctor who's maybe a little more open in that way is awesome yeah, um, I agree. But it's also just, it's, I like the idea of, like you said, having somebody with you to, like, be your advocate. Because, like, I think totally that's a reason why a lot of women nowadays, I think doulas are becoming, like, with childbirth, are becoming such yes. a big thing right now. Is because women are realizing that, like, you can take charge of, like, giving birth and stuff. So then it's nice to have someone there to, like, advocate for you. And that, like, who knows yeah. what's going on, but is able to kind of, like, be your voice. That's the thing, too, is I feel like when a medical professional is, like, doing their job, it it's, like, obviously, like, I don't understand why things are happening. Like, maybe they're, like, oh, I, you, we have to do this, that, and this, and, like, they're they're correct. I just don't understand. So, I think having a second person there to, you Inform know, like, bounce you. stuff off of and just yeah. be, like, so exactly. I think that's a very important thing. Yeah. Which, but, yeah. I mm. enjoy that. Nice. Okay, well, I was kind of also going to talk about that in the sense of like something I guess in my brain has changed recently in the fact of like investing in myself Mm -hmm. both mental and physical health I feel like becomes more and more important as you get older so like as an example for this like right now I'm currently researching naturopath doctors Mm -hmm. and also uh psychologists slash like therapists because it's something Mm -hmm. I want to implement into my life and, like, those are not cheap services, okay? Like, they're definitely yeah. and it's something you're going to be investing in. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy because if I was to go back to, like, 16-year-old me, let's say, <laughs> yeah. like, no way in hell she would want to spend, like, you know, let's just say three or $400 on going to see a fucking therapist and going to a naturopath. And she'd be like, no, nah, fuck, I want to go buy some clothes at the yes. mall. Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? So totally. I think you just, I guess, getting older, I have started to realize the value of, self-care I guess yes and also it's like 
it's like you see the benefit in how this is going to, like you see how it will benefit your life by yeah. doing these things. Whereas as a kid, when you're younger, you're kind of like, like, no, I'm fine. I can, I can be resilient. I can bounce back. Like I can take over the world. Nothing's yeah. going to defeat well, me. Well, I also think you kind of realize that like material things, this is pretty deep, but like material <laughs> things can only make you so happy. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather spend my money on improving myself. So whether that be going to a therapist or maybe going to, like, a workshop or a class or, you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Rather than spending my money on just going shopping and doing whatever. Like, I just kind of realize, like, your values change as you get older. Yeah, I know. It proves your quality of life. Like, you'll get more extended happiness from feeling better mentally and physically than like looking at my cute shoes in the corner yeah (laughs) don't get me wrong that's a good rush too but yeah (laughs) I think that's a good one Lex I think that's something a lot of people can relate to okay this is something we both learned at Evergreen okay so how to check the air pressure of your tires slash also where to look to see what's a normal air pressure slash how to pop the hood how to check your oil how to fill up the car with windshield washing fluid mm-hmm. I feel like that I, I had no idea and I remember like you guys one day like we we're like Kate we gotta check the trucks and you guys like hopping out to like do stuff and I remember like somebody explaining to me like this you put this on the tire to check the pressure of the air pressure slash also like lifting up the hood and pulling out the oil thing to see how much oil yeah I was just like what <laughs> <laughs> I think so that no, definitely think- it's a good skill to have and I guess bouncing off of that, I also would mm-hmm. say, I don't think this is something, like, I've been learning this for a while now, but also just being, like, handy yes. as a female and not, like, expecting, like, oh, this is just something my dad can take care of. Like, for example, yeah. hanging stuff on the walls, mm-hmm. uh, like, I don't know what the right word is, but, like, when you put a light fixture up and you have to, like, connect the wires and things, like, wiring I a light fixture. I have no idea. So, oh like, things like that, or, like, for example, I replaced all the doorknobs and hinges in our house, and I had to, like, mm-hmm. chisel out, like, part of the door for the new stuff to fit, and then I had to use, like, wood filler after to, like, fix okay, my mistakes yeah. and then paint it, and, like, I just felt so badass, like, screwing things in, yes. like, drilling, and, like, I just think acquiring those skills is so good to have, and you appreciate it more and more as you get older, and once you have your own place, because you're, like, frick like I can just do this like I don't need to rely on somebody else and be like oh I gotta hire someone to come hang this thing or like go call like my dad or my boyfriend to come do this like nothing feels better because there's nothing worse than having to wait for it to get done or not getting done the way you want to do it exactly or even like painting if you're like oh I have to hire someone to like paint like no bitch just paint that shit yourself like you can do it yes I agree I think and everything's on YouTube like I I'm trying to think of what I learned recently like I don't freaking know, but, like, everything's on YouTube. Exactly. We can do it, ladies. We yeah. can freaking do it. I yeah. love that, Lex. That's a good one. I just think just remembering that, like, you're capable of doing mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. It might be hard. And, like, Kira had this the other day where it's, like, frustrating when you're doing a new task you've never done before. But you just have to push through that frustration. You just yeah. got to do it. Exactly. You can do it. Yes. Do you got any more, Lex? Um, not really. Like, I guess the last thing was just, like 
realizing that like every little thing costs money (laughs) (laughs) the worst realization of adulthood (laughs) I understand that everyone knows this but like even just little things like I have to go get my license renewed right away and Mm -hmm. like that's gonna cost me probably like 80 bucks to renew my license and I'm just like this fucking sucks like (laughs) or going to the dentist like I was thinking about that and I was like I need to go but like I know my coverage covers so much and I'm gonna have to pay for that that's annoying yeah you know like that's not fun to pay for no Okay, I have a couple that I just need to share that could save you money. Okay. Okay. When driving, this I got a ticket for this this summer. Single lane highways are 100K. This is Alberta. I don't know if this is the rest of Canada. Double lane highways are 110K. I was going 110 on a single lane highway in Alberta and I got a speeding ticket. Don't oh, do that. Interesting. Right? I didn't know. Yes. Um, I have another one that um, one of my friends got a ticket for. It was when you're driving by emergency vehicles. Yes. You have to you, go slow. You have to go. Okay. All vehicles in the adjacent lane must slow to 60 kilometers an hour or lower. I thought it was lower than this. Um, but yeah, that's on the highway too. You need to slow down or you will get pulled over and you will get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some, I have some other good ones. Um, there's such thing as dryer fires. You got to take out your lint. Yeah, I'm so bad at that. Sean is the only one that cleans the lint out of our dryer. Really? Are you not and scared of a dryer fire? I just, I don't know. I just never did it at my house. My mom just did it. So. <laughs> See? These things. Um, how to jump. Yeah. How do you jump start a car? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, and that's also, I don't know how to do that. If I was by myself right? stranded, I'd be like, well, fuck. I'd be like, AMA, please help, yeah. SOS. Um... Also, ha- you have to change your furnace filter. Yeah. My dad told me that this morning, and I said, oh, I wouldn't There's a lot of filters you got to change. There's a yeah. dishwasher filter. There's a, a filter water thing in your fridge you have to change. I had no idea. There's so many None things. None of these things. I had no idea. Also, another one. What what do you supposed to do when you get in a car accident? I was thinking about that. Because, like, what do you do? I don't freaking know. I think you're just supposed to ask for the other person's information. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but these are things like you don't know. No one tells you. True. Well, I think they do tell you in driver's training, but <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago. <laughs> That's true. Also, this is this is one you can relate. How expensive printer ink is? Oh gosh, yeah. Like Kira and I were like, uh, as kids, we were printing so much shit. We were always pretty like, color. Let's make, yeah, yeah, full color. I want to put that on my wall. I want to make. A, I want to print out a coloring sheet, like. My poor parents. <laughs> right? I'm going to have to, like, lock yeah. the printer up so my kids yeah. can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to come up with some sort of lie being like, it's illegal to print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can only print two sheets a day. Yeah. <laughs> and I already did it, so uh, no more. Yeah, there's so many things, and I think the list will continue to go on and on. Yeah. I don't know, Lex. It's crazy. Yeah. Life's a roller coaster, everybody. <laughs> I did ask my dad. I said, does this go away? Like, will you eventually be, I have a mastered adulting? And he said, no, there's always something. There's always going to be something that's going to come up that you're just like, fuck, I wish, or I didn't know that, or this, or, oh, I wish I did that better, or, I think that's so true, and I think, like we were saying at the very beginning, like, when you're a teenager and you look at somebody who's, like, in their 20s or 30s, like, they seem like, oh, like, once I'm that age, like, I'll understand how to live. But then totally. when you become that age, you're like, I feel the same exact way that I did when I was a teenager. Like, I'm yeah. the same person. I don't feel any different. And I think that happens with every stage of our life. Like, 
you'll get married or be in a long-term relationship or whatever the case may be. And you're still going to be learning the entire step of the way. Even if you've been with somebody for like 30 years, there's still always going to be trials and things you have to learn to navigate in a relationship. Or for example, with a job, like you're probably not going to stay. Most people don't stay at the same job for their whole life. So you're always Mm going to be like facing new challenges and trying new careers and jobs. And like, it's always going to be something going on where you're never going to be fully just like content and comfortable and like, I think so too. I think the biggest thing in adulting is you have to speak up for yourself. Like yeah. you have to look out for yourself and not, not obviously not in a bad way of like overstepping on other people, but like just with everything, like just making sure that you know, like advocating for yourself, negotiating for yourself. I also you think know, just asking for help when you need it. Like don't be afraid to be yeah. like, I don't know how to pay my taxes. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Honestly, like, what yeah. do I do? Like, asking one of your friends, if you don't have, like, a parent or, a like, a guardian figure who you can go to about those things, which I know some yeah. people don't, like, mm-hmm. ask a friend, ask somebody you trust, like, a coworker, like, freaking Google that shit, like, yeah. you know, and just get some advice from other people. If you're like, hey, like, I'm struggling because I don't know what to do about this, they could give you some resources or explain to you, like... I don't think it's you're ever too old to like not know something I guess like don't ever feel embarrassed or like stupid because you don't know things like I I just think there's so many things to know in the world that no one can possibly know at all and like even if somebody seems really well versed in like a certain topic like for example you know a lot about money and finances and investments and stuff so like someone like me who doesn't is going to be like, oh my god, am I stupid because I don't know anything about that? But then at no. the same time, like, there's a lot of things that I probably have knowledge on that you don't because it's just yeah. different interests and different things that you've done in your life to make you understand things better, so. And if that person makes you feel dumb, like, that's, that is not okay. No. Like, I would never, ever, ever look at somebody and, like, I just, that makes me upset. Well, exactly. Because so, if they're making you feel dumb about something, it's because they have probably their own insecurities and shit mm-hmm. that they don't want to be exposed for not knowing yeah. things so they're just like i'm gonna act high and mighty about this so yeah. that i look superior but like you can't know it all either so shut up <laughs> exactly we're all in this mess together yeah Greg. no i think also if you're if you're confused dm us maybe we know <laughs> maybe we do they're probably like bitches you don't know anything yeah. <laughs> they're like mm, you don't even know i started barbecue girl like what <laughs> I don't, but I'm going to learn this year. <laughs> uh, frig, I think it's good. No, I think it's a really relatable topic. And I think that's something we can c- talk about ongoing forever. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we were kind of saying. Like, if you guys like this kind of content, I was thinking we can do some more episodes in the future. Just kind of discussing things that we wish we'd known about. Yes. Just certain aspects of our lives, like relationships or once totally. the time comes when we get married or have kids or, you know started a new job as an adult and things like that I think there's so many different things and challenges that we're going to come across especially like being a podcast where we're I guess targeting women in their 20s like that's the time in your life where like I know this next five years I'm gonna learn so much because Mm -hmm. I've never been a bachelorette or a bachelor what have I been a bridesmaid before (laughs) I've never like owned my own home I've never house shopped I've never done any of this stuff so I think we're gonna be learning all the things. Yes. And we'll That's share. the thing too. Like your 20s is like probably the most crazy decade of your life. Like you're going to oh, be yeah. learning the the time of your life from the time you're 20 years old to the time you're 30 years old. 
I think is like the most crazy change that you'll have. Like, you know what I mean? Like the change from 30 to 40 is not going to be as drastic or the change from 40 to 50. That's not going to be as drastic. But, like, that change from 20 to 30, like, so much shit happens when you're in your 20s, a, I feel like. It's just crazy. Just a complete dumpster fire. Like, Literally. your life is just, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I contend to that. I agree. So, we'll keep them coming. We got some exciting stuff. Lex and I are going to brainstorm the shit out of G&G. Yeah. And give you some top quality content. Because I feel like, I just... I just feel it, you guys. I just feel it. I'm so fired up about it all. It's 2021, so. baby. Yeah. The passion is here. <laughs> okay. We'll let you get on with your day. All right, guys. Happy Monday. Bye. Bye.